0: Hey everybody, I'm Jazz.
1: And I'm Molly. And welcome, welcome, welcome to
0: Wild Wicked World. are back with the mini wicked guys hello hello hello
1: that's right so we are coming back full swing after our vacations we're taking our reset button and now we're going to get back into this stuff
0: yeah we we got our group back yep 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 stella got her group back
1: and i've see seen it everything? i have yeah, seen
0: yeah. ah look at you
1: look at you sometimes you surprise me
0: yeah i got it there you should have seen her face <laughs> okay. she had a she had a big smile on her face and you'll we'll be seeing my
1: face soon because we plan on trying to hear within the next like probably what month or two uh-huh. you say it, we're going to be trying to start getting videos up and so probably youtube we're going to be starting to put and they'll probably come out after yeah our uh Our episodes, the audio episodes will always come out first and like probably the next week because the editing for that's going to take longer and stuff. Those will come out like the following week if you want to see our faces. (laughs) I am not. like I'm finally going to be self-conscious when I do these things. I only have to worry about Jasmine right now. Now I have to worry about everybody who can watch me out there. And I'm like, "Ah." it's different than DJing because I can like see people watching me. Uh Like anybody can be watching me at any given time. That's kind of weird, isn't it?
0: Like it took me so long to get used to like editing with my voice and now I have to edit like with my looking at my oh,
1: face. I'm, that. I'm glad you're gonna be doing that. I'm definitely yeah. glad you're gonna be doing that. My blood so, eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna save most of our banter for our regular episode, So, because mm-hmm. I got some funny funny things to discuss about. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that I've was a whole birthday, some funny shit. <laughs> But do you have anything you want to talk about? I, well, we're we're open for more horror movies too. I mean, we're not. We still got quite a bit in our our little bag here. But you know, we're always open to more suggestions.
0: So we definitely need a lot more because I basically all know all the movies that's in there. So mm-hmm. I want to get some new ideas, some movies I haven't seen, fresh ideas.
1: <laughs> There's some things in here you don't know from my stuff. Yeah, we need to it's pull possible. one of yours today. I hope so because I haven't pulled one of mine forever, but I do have the most disturbing ones in here. Yeah, you do. See. Speaking of that, I think we'll go ahead and pull it. What was she pulling at the time? Because I always pull it, but we'll go ahead and uh,
0: pick our next movie. I feel like this is yours. That's probably one of yours. Yeah, it's one of mine. It's got stripes. Ah, uh, zombies? Oh, that's
1: one of mine. Ah, uh, zombies. Okay, that's going to be a funny. Oh, horror, boy. like funny spoofy horror but it's really good i i remember watching it uh when netflix kind of first started coming out to where you could scream and stuff yeah i worked nice because i DJed mostly so i'd be home all day and you know I'd do my thing <laughs> and my best friend would come over and i remember watching it with her and it was so good all
0: right i'll test it
1: out and I, it's been a while since i watched it so i'm pretty excited to watch it again so yeah all zombies is gonna be our next one we're gonna get a little comic relief in this like
0: ah like Like, ah okay a h okay right Ah. I think
1: Mm -hmm. exclamation point zombies so yeah so you have anything else you want to
0: talk about yeah i'm saving for next episode all right so well
1: then would you ask what time is it
0: molly it's time to fuck around and find out movie edition. All right.
1: Let's do that. On this mini Wicked, like we had told you guys on our last one, which was a uh, human centipede, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are doing Smile. And I'm going to save my opinion to the end of it. I've already told Jasmine, but I got to tell you all my opinion. I'll save it to the end of this. Uh, but that is what we are covering now. So this is... A 2022 American psychological horror film written and directed by Parker Finn in his feature de- directorial debut it is based on his 2020 short film, Laura Hasn't Slept. It stars Sosie Bacon, Jesse T. Usher, Kyle Gowner, Caitlin Stasi, or Stacy. Uh, Cal pin and Rob Morgan. It originally was set for a streaming release through Paramount Plus, but the studio eventually opted to release the film theatrically after strong positive test screenings. Smiled had its world premiere at Fantastic fantastic fest that sounds like something we should look into oh no that sounds fun on september 22nd 2022 and was released in the united states on september 30th 2022 by paramount pictures it was eventually released to stream on paramount plus on november 15th 2022 following its 45 day exclusive window the synopsis basically we'll get into it deeper but the synopsis is after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient dr rose cotter played by Sosie Bacon starts experiencing and Sosie Bacon by the way is Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick's uh, daughter so she was kind of like destined to be actress. (laughs) but she's in a lot of horror stuff I think Uh, she starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain as an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality at a psychiatric ward this is going to be getting into the deeper ones at a psychiatric ward, stressed and overworked psychiatrist Rose Cotter meets with Laura Weaver, who had several days earlier witnessed her art history professor commit suicide. Laura came, claims that an entity taking the form of smiling people is stalking and telling her she is going to die. Soon after, Laura begins screaming hysterically and has a seizure. After Rose calls for help, she sees Laura standing up and grinning with a shard of broken plant pot. Laura cuts open her neck and thus killing herself. And that's one of the way parts I had to look away at. Cause Really? You know I can't do cuts, bro. I'm just not good at cuts. And especially when they really take their time with them. And it's like slow and agonizing. Like But I watched because
0: I was like, yo, like,
1: what is wrong with this girl? But- you know, I like that smile gets you at first too. Like uh, it's just kind of like what what uh, let me see if we can do it this time without. Are you are you texting this gossip and stuff?
0: Oh, okay. No, I got the the thing. Looking up your face was like you just read something like, Oh my god.
1: No, my sister Jesus.
0: called me, so I had to hurry and exit out. Uh, she knows it's Wednesday. I so don't know why she does this. <laughs> I can't do it on the straight so, face. So Molly has been trying to do the smile look all day, but neither one of us could get like a straight face to do it. We
1: start to do it. <laughs> and then like, we just can't help but laugh at each other. I just, it just can't
0: get through it. I'm going to practice it tonight in the new room.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to start laughing and make you start laughing. Like that's the main thing for me. Like once you start laughing,
0: I get to That's seen. true. <laughs> yeah. But like this smile, it's like so creepy. It is.
1: It is. But, uh, it's one of the only creepy things, in my opinion, but uh, we'll get into that later, I guess. <laughs> so later, Rose sees her manic patient, Carl, grinning and shouting that she is going to die. Rose calls for nurses to restrain him, only to see he was asleep the whole time. Concerned for Rose's mental well-being, her supervisor, who is played by Kumar, by the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. Dr. Morgan Desai, gives her a week off. So that that's, it's so weird to see him in an different part besides harold and kumar
0: i i didn't like him i didn't like this him having this role in the movie uh, It just yeah i don't i mean i guess
1: kumar is studying to be a doctor so i mean he's getting his practice uh, in yeah so unfortunately the hallucination hallucinous here we go Unfortunately, the hallucinations, did I say it right? It doesn't sound right to me.
0: Hallucinations.
1: Hallucinations. There we go. I was trying to say way more than I needed to continue. So making Rose seem unhinged and dangerous to people around her, including her fiance, Trevor and sister Holly. At her nephew's birthday party, Rose's gift has somehow been replaced by her dead cat, horrifying the children. She then sees a party attendant grinning at her and curses, then falls onto a glass table and she fucks herself up on that table, Mm -hmm. thus ending the party in chaos. She visits her former therapist, Dr. Madeline Northcott, who suggests that perhaps her problems stem from her abusive and mentally ill mother, whose death from an overdose she witnessed as a child. And that's, they actually didn't have that in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. A
0: few times they bring it up. A few
1: times, like, she has flashbacks and stuff about that. So, like, it kind of alludes to it. Upon learning that Laura's professor was grinning at her before his death, Rose visits his widow, Victoria Munoz, and learns he was affected after witnessing a woman die by suicide. This eventually leads Rose to ask her ex-boyfriend, Joel, who is a police detective, to go through police records for her. He is initially apprehensive, but eventually relents. And the former couple finds several cases where someone witnessed a suicide. Then a few days later, went on to commit suicide in front of someone else who continued the pattern. Later, Rose visits Holly, attempting to patch things up, but only makes it worse. She Yeah, she makes it worse by because uh, she, she hallucinates the entity taking the form of Holly. And then she, like, freaks out in her car. And then they expand to the little boy, like, that she's, that's already traumatized from, you know, the dead cat and, and her aunt falling into a table just, like, sitting there looking at her. poor kid's like, <laughs> now he's traumatized because he's fucking crazy-ass
0: auntie. He's like, he's like, why do I have such a crazy in here? <laughs> yeah,
1: no shit. So uh, Joel eventually calls her to inform her that he discovered all the witnesses committed suicide within a week. The exception was Robert Talley, who instead murdered someone and the key witness to the murder continued the suicide chain. Rose and Joel visit Talley in jail where he claims the only way to escape the curse is to kill someone in front of a witness and to do it in a brutal fashion to cause, cause major psychological trauma, which the entity feeds off of. Rose angrily rejects the option and leaves. She's confronted at home by the entity in the Madeline's form, telling her it's almost time. Rose impulsively drives to her hospital with a knife and hallucinates murdering Carl in front of Desai to pass on the curse. Desai approaches Rose and spotting the knife alerts the police. So Rose drives to her abandoned family home, attempting to deprive the entity of witnesses where she confronts it in the form of her dead mother. As it turns out, Rose had actually found her mother shortly after overdosing. A much younger Rose thus witnessed her mother regretting her decision to kill herself and asking for help. But Rose did not intervene. Eventually, Rose sets the entity on fire and leaves as the house as it burns down. Rose then drives to Joel's apartment and he comforts her. Suddenly, she realizes everything that happened from the moment she entered the old house was a hallucination. I said it <laughs> right that time. This overwhelms Rose, already fractured sanity, and the, uh, the before-mentioned entity confronts the new despairing Rose, overwhelms and forces itself inside her body. Later, Joel, having found Rose at last by tracking her phone, enters the decrepit house. He subsequently enters the house and sees Rose just standing there with her back to him. She eventually turns around and the now smiling Rose sets herself on fire, which in turn passes the curse to Joel.
0: And that makes me so mad because she's telling Joe like it gets passed on if she kills herself in front of him, and he just doesn't listen. He's still and he to just save sits, her. stands
1: there and like maybe if he would have ran away and nobody would have saw her death, maybe the curse could have been stopped that way. That's you know? what I was and thinking. And then the cycle stops. Like you're an idiot. Like <gasps> look Joe. You're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> yes, I mean it's so. Yeah. Anyway, there was something that I watched recently with Sosie Bacon in it, too, and I cannot fucking remember what it was. And it was good, and I cannot remember what it was. She's in quite a, she's in quite a few stuff. Yeah. So the production kind of tip uh, trivia about this or whatever. In June 2020, Parker Finn was tapped by Paramount Pictures to write and direct a feature adaption of his own short film, Laura Hasn't Slept. Which saw a young woman seeking the help of her therapist, desperate to rid herself of a recurring nightmare. In September 2021, the film was announced under the title Something's Wrong with Rose, with Sosie Bacon cast as the titular character. Paramount Players and Temple Hair Entertainment had boarded the film to co produce. The following month, Jesse T. Usher, Kyle Gallner, Rob Morgan, Calpin, Judy Re- Reyes, Jillian Zinser and Caitlin Stacy joined the cast. Principal photography began on October 11th, 2021 in New Jersey, including the city of Hoboken, and finished on November 4th, 2021. So, they didn't take them long to, didn't take them long at all to tape it.
0: To yeah, that's just fast.
1: A little over a month, so... Editing and post production started on December third, twenty twenty one, and and lasted through the end of May. So it took longer to edit it than it did to because you got all the visual effects and stuff. The smiles, like they had to have probably emphasize those smiles somewhat. Uh, the film score was composed by Cristobal. So trivia, some trivia. Finn previously made a short film set in the same word titled, Laura Hasn't Slept, which was meant to debut at South by Southwest in 2020. The festival that year was one of the first events to be shut down due to the spread of COVID-19. But Finn was still able to make a deal with Paramount to make Smile based on the strength of that short. That's cool. Unlike some short films that evolve into features, Laura Hasn't Slept doesn't tell the same story as Smile. Instead, Finn thinks of them as spiritual siblings, (laughs) with pieces of DNA from the short film are threaded through the feature and little Easter eggs here and there. And I want to see this short film now. And Caitlin Saisley, who plays Laura Weaver in Smile, is the titular Laura in Laura Hasn't Slept as well. Uh, Finn also stated that his intention with the nested series of fake out endings was to get ahead of an audience that might have been trying to get ahead of the movie on November 6, 2020 smile was announced to have gone way past the 200 million mark worldwide at the box office after six weeks in release and with strongholds, the split through Sunday on 99.1 on November 17, 2022 Gallner went on to say that even though nobody has talked to him yet, Given how well the film has done, he wouldn't be surprised if a sequel was announced sooner rather than later. No. Well, I mean, they did kind of leave it up in the air for it.
0: I like things like that.
1: So all the creepy smiles throughout the film are entirely performance based without any digital augmentation. So I was wrong. As Finn smartly believed that keeping them natural would make them scarier. And it, I mean, yeah. Fan and production designer Lester Cohen took joy in planting smiles throughout the film. The camera lingers on some, like the sign at the model train shop and the pain chart at the hospital, while others are more subtle. For example, Rose's husband's contact photo that shows up when they first text has a natural closed mouth smile, then changes to a toothy grin when seen later in the film. By discovering that she could save herself from the curse by killing someone else, Rose returns to her apartment. The camera angle reveals a piece of mail that says last chance beside the doorway. This was an intentional bit of production design to correspond with Rose's ultimatum. The entity that takes people over hauntingly revealed in the film's final moments was lovingly referred to as lollipop by the cast and crew. This ties into the shore lollipop playing over the end credits. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah creating a tonal whiplash from the downer ending that it, it is kind of weird that they, that they play that like right after that shit. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of pretty much the stint of smile. So I guess we need to talk about it. You can go first.
0: I've already, I'm bringing it an eight out of 10 for sure. I like the movie, but then you can, um, <laughs> I think it's different, like because this. I think it's just a smile, like the whole concept of it. So it's like not like, oh, here's a serial killer right there. Look behind you. It's more like a creepy, eased their way into it, hallucination. I like that.
1: Well, I'm gonna go with a six. I'm not gonna. I mean, it's not the worst that I've ever seen, but I was just bored. I mean, it. it I feel like it had to put in some jump scares and things like that here and there just to be scary to uh-huh. me. The rest of it was just boring to me. Yeah, the smiles
0: were creepy, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't see it as a... I mean, yes, a scary movie, but I thought it was more so funny. You thought it was funny? Yeah, that movie made me die. (laughs) Okay. Because the smiles, they're just so creepy. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I guess I could see that, but... But, hey, opinions are subjective. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, my sister, like, we talked about it, She loved April Fool's. And definitely some <laughs> other people do, too. But we yeah. didn't.
0: Been, I mean, yeah, I've been wedding, wedded I was like, I seen her. I was like, so what about that movie? <laughs> We're uh-huh. just sitting there talking about it.
1: That's funny. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that's, uh, so I give it a 6 out of 10. You give it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think on our Facebook discussion page or any of them, really. But that's the one that you know we would engage with you the most on. Well, <laughs> not me, because I'm banned for a few days. Oh. We will get into that in our regular episodes. So <laughs> I say, uh, not you. Yeah, I got a couple stories for uh, for our banter on a regular episode. So you're gonna have to turn into that, tune into that episode and listen to it if you want to hear my juicy gossip <laughs>
0: <laughs> da, da, da. that's right which is happening literally in like two minutes <laughs> yeah so if you'd like to contact guy contact us you can do so at 3wpodcast2022 at gmail.com follow our tiktok to instagram <laughs> both at
1: 3wpodcast like our facebook or join our discussion group like i just mentioned both at Wild wicked world all right guys keep being decent humans okay bye bye now All right. Now a little about our first ever sponsor, helping us to get this show a going. Let's move KC. Not only is this a family owned business by my cousin, Morgan, and her husband, Brett, my oldest son also worked for them the summer after he graduated high school. With over 20 years of professional moving and storage experience, they are proud to be a family owned and operated business right here in the KC metro area. Their services range anywhere from local moving to interstate moving Packing and unpacking one item or whole household and storage is available upon request. They offer specially moving services as well. Piano, baby grand, grand upright, and spine. safes, hot tubs, or any other unique thing you may have. They are fully insured and offer additional insurance upon request. Their main goal is to make sure you feel comfortable and safe in a stressful time like moving by handling your personal stuff like it was their own. Whatever you need whatever your need is, they can make it happen. So if you're about to move, and this goes for any of our listeners in any states, they're a moving service for any size in any state. Check them out at letsmovekcmovers.com or check them out on Facebook under the name Let's Move KC.